Welcome to Hope Radio. I'm Jill Evans, your host out of Branson, Missouri, with Hope Journey Ministries. We are beginning another seven-day series called Praying for Our Nation. And with us here in the USA, we're getting ready for a huge election. And so we need some prayers here. But if you're listening from another country, I want you to know that I'm committed to praying for you and your country. You have the option in these episodes to send a voice message to me. And if I can help you in praying for you personally or your nation, I encourage you to send me a voice message because together we're in this, in this world, and we want to lift each other up in times of trouble. But praying for our nation is, well, as we can expect. We see things that are really maybe wonderful in our nation, and we need to remember to glorify God. But we also see some things that, well, they simply hurt our heart, right? And if they hurt our hearts, don't you think it hurts our Heavenly Father's heart as well? So let's commit together and praying for our nation. So our first scripture is 1 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 12. It says, Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all. And in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Wow. Our Heavenly Father can give strength to us all. I think we all need this. So I want to share a story. Mr. Matthews had been a longtime member of the church. In fact, he was a third generation to attend this little country church. Rarely did Matthews' family miss a Sunday service, and today was no exception. In the fifth row sat Mr. and Mrs. Matthew and their three teenage sons. The pastor presented the scripture of Hebrews 4, verse 13. And again, it says, nothing in all the world can be hidden from God. Everything is clear and lies open before him and to him. We must explain that the way we have lived. Hmm. That was a scripture we just reviewed very recently. Mr. Matthew always enjoyed Pastor Smith's sermon, except this one started to make him very uncomfortable. In fact, he could feel his blood pressure rising and the room seemed to warm up and he became very hot. The pastor shared that we cannot hide our thoughts and sins. He reminded his congregation that God knows all things and can see our hearts and hear our hearts and our thoughts. Now drenched in perspiration and tears flowing uncontrollably, Mr. Matthew could not wait to make his great escape when the service ended. But the congregation began to line up to greet the pastor, blocking his path. He could not get around without being incredibly obvious. Looking into his eyes, the pastor knew that something was terribly wrong with his dear friend. Great sadness began to fill the pastor's heart. As he locked the church building, he kept thinking about Mr. Matthews. No God, not him. I know you told me someone was stealing money from the church, but Mr. Matthews, he's our treasurer. He's been for the last six years. He has always been diligent with expenses and keeping us on a budget. Father, he's my friend. Shaken, the pastor sat in the front row, looking at the cross. He was so sad and concerned what God had revealed, but he was also truly angry. Tomorrow they are to send a $3,000 check to the orphanage in Kenya, but now they didn't have the money. Just days before, his secretary shared her suspicion that someone had been stealing the funds. 
For days, Pastor Smith had been praying over the situation. In his prayer time, he felt God placing on his heart to believe that he, the God of all power and might, will give strength to those who believe and trust. Really wasn't that what our scripture was that we were reading today. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all. And in thine hand is power and might, and in thy hand is to make great and to give strength unto all. And so the pastor was looking at that scripture in Chronicles. But now it was Sunday, and he just discovered that his dear friend was quite possibly the thief, and it made sense. The man he grew up with, and together these guys had raised their children. Together. And now he was possibly the thief. The man that also stood as his groomsman is now the same man that's taken money from an orphanage. He cried out, God, what am I going to do? I know you're with me, so guide me. With his head in his hands and tears falling to the floor, he heard, forgive him. The pastor said, okay, Father, I will forgive him, but he needs to pay back the money. Still crying, he heard, forgive him for his debt. Pastor Smith was an obedient follower and knew that he needed to listen to his Heavenly Father's voice. But there still was something inside of him that made him want to get justice for the betrayal. Whispering, the pastor said, okay, Lord, I will forgive and trust you. The next morning, as a pastor headed into church parking lot, he saw Mr. Matthew's truck. And there he was standing outside of the locked doors, waiting. As a pastor walked to the door, he could see that Mr. Matthew was wiping his tears. Pastor Smith put his arm around his good friend as he unlocked the doors, and together they walked into the chapel. The two sat in the front row for the longest time with not one word spoken. Then, with almost a childlike voice, Mr. Matthew said, I betrayed you in the church. I've been stealing money from the offering, and I am so, so very sorry. I promise you that I will pay you back all of the $3,000. I know we have to send a check for $3,500 to the orphanage today. There's no excuse, so I will not even try. I will pay you back, and then we, as a family, will leave the church. Now, wiping his own tears, the pastor said, You are forgiven, and your debt is forgiven too. Mr. Matthew left crying, but Pastor Smith remained in that front row, looking at the cross, marveling at how God helped this lost soul. All he could say was, Thank you, God. The church secretary came walking in the chapel and said, I am so sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. But a man stopped by from out of town to drop off this envelope. He said something about when he was a little boy, he went to vacation Bible school here, and that this is where he accepted Christ into his heart. He just wanted to give you, the church, a little something. The pastor opened the envelope, and inside was a check for over $3,500. Wow. God is truly the power and the might. He knows our faults. He knows our needs. He knows our weaknesses, and he knows our strength. With his all-knowing knowledge, he can change circumstances and bring hope. This week, as we pray for our nation, pray for our leaders, that they understand that God is power and might. Take actions and faith and trust God. He can take 
dismal circumstances and bring changes and replace it with joy and peace. Let's reflect. When have you witnessed a situation where God intervened and you said, wow, I didn't see that coming? Savor that memory and think about how much planning and intricate guidance God had to create. He truly is power and might. Our daily challenge is share that story that you just thought of where God was in your life in that special moment. If you do not have one, share this one, the one I just read to you with someone who needs to know that God will do whatever it takes in order to provide and to bring hope. I hope you have been blessed today by this episode. And again, send me a voice message if I can pray for you and your country. And remember to always be a blessing to others. Thank you for listening to Hope Radio.